What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Headline Empire Podcast. My name is Wacy, along with my co-host Harden, coming at you from the 405. To start today's episode, we're going to do as we always do. Uh, we have reduced the top 15 games of college football down to the top 10 games of the college football week. Um, starting at number 10, Harden, what do we have? Ohio State versus Tulsa. Now, this game was a lot closer than what the score indicates. Tulsa hung with them most of the game. Ohio State put up a couple trash time touchdowns, I guess you could say. But, I mean, in yeah. all honesty, they were kind of clutch. I mean, they scored 14 points in the last three minutes. Yeah, so the game was a lot closer. It would have been 20 to, like, what is that? 27? Yeah. 20, yeah, 27. Yeah, I mean. Um, I'll start it out here. Looking at Tulsa, and really impressive performance by the quarterback. 54 passes, 31 com- completed uh, for 428 yards and two touchdowns. He did have two picks. So that was probably pretty costly for One them. One was in trash time. Maybe it was. A 61-yard interception return. Okay. Um, nothing impressive from the running game, really, in Tulsa. Uh, receiver, Jay Johnson, eight catches, 149 yards, and a touchdown. Absolutely cooked the Ohio State secondary. And we were all thinking Ohio State's defense was going to be something serious. We, but I mean, they have been for years, so what are, who are we to think they, they're not? This year after Oregon and then this game, I – don't see it. I don't so, know if they're the same Ohio State as they no, that they have been. I don't think so either. I mean, they lost to a really good Oregon team. Oh, absolutely. Minnesota was a close game. Tulsa was a close game. Once they get against like Indiana, Penn State, even Nebraska, I mean, what are we going to see then? Yeah. So I mean, I I really don't know if this is the same team that us, we're used to seeing. Give us a breakdown on the Ohio State side. Um, Ohio State played pretty good. Just. To be real honest, their defense just didn't show up. Their quarterback threw a touchdown and a pick. Their run game was non-existent. And how, many, how many yards did Stroud have this game? It wasn't much at all. I mean, it might have been 200 if that. I mean, he. I mean, everybody thought he was going to be. Yeah, 185. Yeah. So the Tulsa secondary looks like they showed up. Maybe maybe Tulsa's. Well, I, uh, Tulsa's 0-3. Are they? Yeah. I mean, but they've lost to Oklahoma State, Ohio State. But UC Davis. Oh, they lost yeah. to UC Davis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's yeah let's not give them too much. Credit. I, I personally don't think they're good, but I personally don't think Oklahoma State or Ohio State's as good. What as What was thinks. really impressive though was Travion Henderson, the running back for Ohio State, twenty four carries, two hundred and seventy seven yards, and three touchdowns, carried them to the victory, no doubt. One hundred percent carried them. Eleven point five average, and I mean I guess that speaks a lot for Tulsa's front seven. Yeah. Uh, game number nine on the week, we have Oklahoma Nebraska. Me and Wacey are both OU fans, and we know the significance of this rivalry. It was the 50th anniversary of the game yep. of the century. If anybody know, doesn't know what that is, please go Google it. Great game back in the day. Nebraska got the best of us, but that's okay. I will say this. Both teams played sloppy, but OU's defense came and played. Holding um, them to 16 points. Yep. Yeah. DJ Graham had the greatest interception of all time. I'm sure everyone saw it on SportsCenter, on mean, Bleacher it, Report, It was anything. on every app that you have on your phone. I, it was I, I think – Pretty much everyone I've talked to has agreed that might be the greatest interception of all time. Looking, I, at, I personally think it's between that one and the one Oklahoma State did against us, the tip interception. Yeah, the tip interception, I yeah, that's a good – um, I got to give credit to Nebraska. Their, their defense played pretty good. Adrian, Mar- quarterback came Adrian Martinez is a do. good quarterback. I mean, 289 yards, a touchdown, one pick, but it was the DJ Graham one, yep. so that's just crazy. It was the end of the game there. He needed to try to make a play. Uh, 76 completion percentage, very accurate with the ball. We shut their rushing game down. Nothing super impressive in the receiving game from then. Um, on the Oklahoma side, Spencer Rattler, 
214 yards and touchdown. No turnovers this game, which is a good sign. It's a really good sign. Um, We ran the ball more, which I like to see. Yeah, 15 rushes for Gray, 14 for Kennedy Brooks. That's always good. Hazelwood balled out. He did drop some passes, though, which scared me quite a bit. Yeah, that's kind of concerning. I didn't like how much we took took Mims out of the game. Yeah, and we've had some injuries and health problems with our team so far. Uh, Number eight on the top ten list is Chattanooga taking on Kentucky. In Big Blue Nation, um, in, impressive for I Chattanooga mean, to hang around. Yeah, that I is. mean it's not. A, I mean I, I don't. I mean I'm guessing they're in Tennessee, Ch- Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. But I mean they're they, they're really still, they hung really with the three and O Kentucky team and the which, SEC Kentucky team. Yeah, which a couple yeah. years ago Kentucky was a very solid football team. And I'll tell you why they hung with them. Ford, their running back, 21 carries, 128 yards, no touchdown, but and their wide receiver with nine catches for 75 yards and a tutty. Yeah, that's also. I mean, I didn't. I'm be real honest. I didn't personally watch the game. Yeah, I didn't it's either. One of those teams that you're like, okay, you're, you're thinking, yeah, you're gonna think, gonna, they're going to be. Yeah, I did not expect this to be on our top ten list at all. No. Um, but it kind of looks like at one point we thought that. I mean, Kentucky was up 14 to seven after. About 13 minutes left in the second quarter, mm-hmm. and then it went field goal, field goal, field goal for Chattanooga. And we were kind of yeah. like, "What?" And yeah. then it was touchdown. If Chattanooga didn't throw the 95-yard interception that was returned for a touchdown, they might win that game. This is a different game. Yeah, it's a it's, different ball game. It's crazy how one play can make that big of a difference. There's always that one play. Uh, give us a breakdown on the Kentucky side. Uh, their quarterback. 23-35, 2.54, two touchdowns, but the two picks kind of hurt them, which probably kept Chattanooga in the game. Rushing the ball wasn't very impressive. 13 carries, 46 yards, kind of looking like Saquon Barkley numbers. And their receiver, though, eight catches, 111 yards. That's pretty impressive. Is that Robinson? Yeah. That's very impressive. Yeah, he's a a pretty good – he's a pretty talented guy. Yeah. Uh, Um, Next up, we have at number seven, Oklahoma State taking on Boise Boise State State. at At Boise. Boise The blue turf, beautiful field. I'm going to say this about Oklahoma State. If this Oklahoma State walks into Texas, OU, or a team like that and only throws the ball 13 times, they're not going to win a single game. No, Spen- I don't think I don't think the trust is there with Spencer Sanders. No, I mean I think he's done nothing but I will say this, but though, degrade his own. Their running game abilities. was very impressive. 32 carries, 218 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, from Warren. Warren is a, as a, a next level type back. Um, Even my boy got two carries that game. Dominique Richardson for four yards, but hey, hey he got that's the, your he, boy, right? He's on the field. That's your boy. That's all that matters. Yeah, Spencer Sanders, six of 13, 82 yards, and no touchdowns or interceptions. But this game was uh, he threw under fifty percent and only threw the ball thirteen times. Yes, yeah. this game this game was good. exciting in the first half. Both teams putting up all their points in the first half. The second half was completely scoreless. Yeah. Um, also, my roommate's best friend is the one that. Got that game ceiling catch at the end of the game. Oh, really? In the fourth quarter when they got huh. the ball back. Also, Boise State, your kicker needs to go talk with Greg Zerline because both of y'all need to go get some help. Hey, Greg Except Zerline, for Greg hit Zerline did hit a game winner. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So maybe Boise State's going to walk off kick one next week. Yeah. You never know. Uh, Boise State side of the ball. Uh, impressive play by the quarterback. 242 yards and a touchdown. Nothing in the rushing game, really. Nothing really in the receiving game. Um, Moving on, let's go to number six. Fresno State, UCLA. This was an upset, UCLA. wasn't it? UCLA. I have number faith in 13th in all. the country, right? Yep. Wow. And they let it slip out of their hands against Fresno State. The in-state rivalries 
California. Fresno State had two key players that game. The running back, 21 carries, Holy 136 yards, two touchdowns. And the receiver, 14 catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown. Let's not ignore the quarterback either. 39 of 53, 455 yards and two touchdowns. That's impressive. 450 yards through the air. UCLA quarterback did nothing but perform, though. 14 for 24, 280, and three touchdowns. Dorian Thompson-Robinson? Yeah. yeah. He's been performing for four years now. And their wide receiver with seven catches for 113 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, And then another guy with 111 and one. That was Brown. Yeah. I just, I personally, from what I'm seeing right here, Fresno State outplayed UCLA. It was a shootout, in all it honesty. Was. Fresno State came out in the second quarter and put it on them. This looked then, like uh, a Texas-Oklahoma, or Texas-Tech-Oklahoma yeah, type game, like, four years ago. Just passing all Who's going to be the last person to score? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good comparison. At number six, we have the battle of the two Oklahoma transfers, Tanner Mordecai and SMU, and Kent Austin Kendall and Louisiana Tech. Final score was 39-37, SMU on top. Very exciting game. Harden, give us some uh, input. <clears throat> Tanner Mordecai better be up for the Heisman. Um, 36-48, 400 yards, five touchdowns, and is doing this on a weekly basis. He's played three games this year and is leading all of college football with 16 passing touchdowns. That's insane. Third three, and he's only thrown two picks. Maybe we should have him for instead over, of Spencer Rattler right over, now. <laughs> for over 1,000 yards in three weeks. Um, Brent Calcaterra, another Oklahoma transfer, seven like, catches and 103 yards. Uh, I love Lincoln Riley, but why, why did we let this guy leave? I because mean, he was never going to get to play. Uh, he should. I mean, dude's leading all of college football. Hey, let's let's <laughs> not take anything away from Austin Kendall on the other side. 24-41, 350 yards and four touchdowns. He's balling too. I yeah, mean, he's had a he's had a good year too. He's pushing 900 yards. He's in a tech upset upset someone a couple weeks ago, didn't they? Um. No, 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 no. They hung with no. Mississippi State. They yeah. almost beat them. Yeah, that's what but it was. But Calcaterra also, another OU boy, 103 yards on seven receptions for a tight end, which is very impressive. Their wide receiver for Louisiana Tech, Harris, five receptions, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, looking at the game, like score by score here, it was pretty even all the way around. 7-7 in the first, 9-7 in the second, 17-14 in the third, and 6-9 in the fourth. Uh, it could have gone either way. I'm pretty sure Louisiana Tech had a drive there at the end to win it. Yep. And just fell a little short. I mean, that's okay. I think that's where Austin Kendall might have thrown his pick. At number five, we have Georgia Tech taking on Clemson in Death Valley. Final score was a very boring one at 14-8, to but Clemson escapes with a narrow win. Uh, this one was kind of weird. Personally, Clemson came out hot, but then they kind of got – the, the game got delayed. Everybody had to go to their locker rooms for about two hours. So, I mean, yeah, that's going to, that's so probably everybody have just came back down. And personally, I think it was kind of just like we're all tired, we're all tight. Um, Clemson got up 14 to three and just it was a field goal and then a safety. They didn't, no, score. they got up seven to three. And, oh, did they and, score five yeah, all together in yeah. the fourth? Wow. Yeah. And they kind of just, I mean, Clemson's offense didn't look great, but you also have to take into account they did have to go to the locker room. They did have to sit around. But their offense hadn't looked that great all year, to be honest with you. DJ Ugalele is not. Team. I don't think they are either. DJ Ugalele has not impressed me as much as I thought he was going to. I watched the dude from QB1, besides, the show on Netflix. Besides week two, they're, they've scored 10 points, 49 points, and then 14 points. 
Yeah. This is not what we're used to. I mean, Georgia's week one, that's understandable, but Georgia Tech isn't that good of a no. team, you would think. Are they are are they not okay with Georgia schools or like <laughs> I don't know. I like once they have to play like South Carolina, I mean I mean there's there's really not even stats. Pitt, there's Florida not even State. there's not even really stats to report on that game. The best thing was Shipley, the running back for Clemson, had two, two touchdowns. Both, both touchdowns for Clemson, eighty eight yards. The only two touchdowns in the entire game. game. Yeah. I mean, that's just you you can't have that. Uh, if, if they play like that more, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose some games. What's scary is I don't think they will because they don't play anybody. Yeah, the ACC is so weak. That's why I'm ready for. What do we have at number four? Uh, Utah, San Diego State upset. Well, maybe an upset. I'm not really sure. Uh, I I would give it an upset. I, I mean, Utah too. Utah was ranked last week. Utah's known for being a good football team. I mean, they were they've been contenders in the eight, Pac-12 for the last couple of years. From what I'm seeing, Oregon can play their backups and they're going to win the Pac-12 and be in the college football playoffs at this point. Yeah, man. I don't there's not really a team out there that is no. in that conference that has impressed me so far. Utah is usually the team that hangs with yeah, Oregon. Yeah, that hangs with them. They're the and ones who beat Oregon out from yep. their playoff chance a couple years ago. Yep, and now we're losing to San Diego State. But the fun, the really fun part about this game was it was a triple OT game with San Diego State converting a two-point conversion in the third OT to win it. Um, and what was fun about the game, too, Jordan Bird had a 100-yard kickoff return in the middle of the second quarter. For a touchdown. No, for San Diego State. Yeah. That's wow. just impressive. Um, Stats-wise, Utah had two different quarterbacks playing this game, rising uh, three touchdowns and 153 yards. Brewer, 104 yards and an interception. I'm guessing maybe he was the one who got benched or there was an injury I, there. I, I have no clue, to be honest. No rushing, no receiving, really. Uh, San Diego State, the quarterback, wow. How did they win with that? 10 of 19, 44 yards and a touchdown. Looking like Oklahoma State's Looking like Army. Yeah. Or Army, I mean. But their running back, Bell, 33 carries, 119 yards, and two touchdowns. Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> no, G-Bell, G-Bell. Le'Veon Bell? Uh, their leading receiver had 15 yards. Yeah. So how did how did San Diego State do this? I, I guess they just run. I couldn't possibly tell you, to be We're, honest with you. Three touchdowns total and then just straight kicking. Yeah. Um, um, who do we have at number three? Penn State Auburn. Or were you done? Were you done? Yeah, with I'm done with that one. Okay. Penn State Auburn, wide out. I personally thought that Penn State was going to blow Auburn out just because it's wide out, and I know how Penn State gets and their fans get in this game. Um, hey, Auburn, Auburn ain't a cakewalk, though. Oh, I know that. But Penn State during their wide out is a different breed. Everything, oh, absolutely. Everything. Yeah. It's one of the funnest atmospheres in college football. Uh, Bo Nix for Auburn, 21 to 3,785. Zero touchdowns. Um, the running back did great. 102 carries, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Nothing on the receiving end. Penn Clemford State, great. Clemford always plays great. 28 to 32, two touchdowns. Nothing really in the rushing game for Penn State. Kind of surprising there. Uh, Dotson, their star receiver, 78 yards on 10 catches and a touchdown. Um, it was kind of just a gritty, nitty-gritty battle. Yeah, it was crazy. Before we start the number two, we have breaking news. The Oklahoma City Thunder will require fans to show proof or full or partial COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test taken within 72 hours. So this is meaning that for the first time in over a year and a half, Oklahoma City Thunder will have fans in their arena. Yeah. That was just yeah. announced. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of teams have been moving to that, though. Yeah. A lot of teams but are now requiring vaccination. I think we were one of the last ones because we are yeah. in a Republican state. Mm-hmm. We're not going to bring politics into this, though. No, this is a sports show. Not. Yeah. Um, and the back to our games, number one on the list. No, number two. No, that this is number one. 
would be Alabama. Alabama versus Florida. Florida, Florida got so close. Um, oh, that made me so mad. To be honest, I thought Alabama was going to run away with it after the first quarter because it looked like they were going to. They were up 21-3. to And then Florida put it on them there for a bit. It turned up, huh? Uh, I hated their two-point conversion at the end of the game. That's I didn't. I didn't. So here's here's my explanation on this. Great call by the coach. Because Horrible execution. 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 Yeah. I don't like the running up the middle. Alabama's got a great defensive line. Why would you do that? Okay. I think it's one of those deals where you need your tight end to go in and out. And then run if a, you yeah. do have the handoff, run you take play. it. If not, you just throw it over. I say you run a play action. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but um, Bryce, Young, what they were doing. Bryce Young for Alabama, incredible game. 233 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, on the Florida side, Jones, 181 yards and an interception. They're running back, though, Davis, 96 yards and a touchdown. I mean, for them to hold Alabama to 10 points for three straight quarters is yeah. impressive. It's very impressive. And I really wish that two-point conversion could have gone different. Yeah. I'm ready for Florida-Georgia coming up in a couple weeks or about um, over a month. But that'll be a really good game. Defense on defense. Uh that's going to be a really, really fun game. So that's going to wrap it up for the top 10 games of the week. Next up, we will be talking about the MLB playoff race. So for the MLB playoff race, we are nearing the end of the season. Um, there's really about six teams in contention in the AL. Uh, we have the Tampa Bay Rays, the Houston Astros, and the Chicago White Sox at the top of the AL. And then in the <laughs> Harden is an Astros fan. Um, Sadly. In the wild card position, we have Boston at the first spot and go Sox. And Toronto Blue Jays in the fifth spot. Um, the Yankees are only a half game behind, so they can easily get in there. Just going to depend really on how they perform these last few games. And on the NL side, uh, the division leaders are San Francisco at By the top. I'm pretty sure it's clinched now. Yeah, they're 97 and 53 on the season. Yeah, Great one. They, they're probably going to win 100 games, which is hard to do in baseball. Uh, the Brewers. At 91 and 59, and then the Atlanta Braves at 78 and 70. So a big drop off there. That last division is a lot weaker, isn't it? Like the Cowboys division last year. <laughs> in the wild card position in the NL, we have the Dodgers in the first spot and the St. Louis Cardinals in the second spot, with the Cincinnati Reds, the next closest team, three games behind. So looking unlikely that they'll get that spot. That one looks pretty solidified yeah. on my end. Yeah. Um, any, any, any predictions? Who do you do you do you think your Strohs win it all? Do you think your Strohs are going to win it all? Who's going to win it all? Do you think your Strohs are going to win it all? Um, you know, I was once told that little man can be very scary. People that are little are very very scary, and for a dude by the name of Jose Altuve. <laughs> little man with a big old bat is going to come in there and we're going to win the World Series and we're going to sweep our way through the World Series. Okay, so that's a, that's a very bold prediction on Harden's side. Um, honestly, I want to root for the Red Sox, but we've just looked too spacey these last couple months. Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to predict the Tampa Bay Rays to win it all. If I'm being real honest, I got San Francisco going to win it. Um, I want the Strohs to win it, but San Francisco just looked different compared to all the teams all year long i got a i got a question for harden's roommate though real quick ken we're gonna allow you to speak on microphone here um do you think your yankees are gonna be able to pull it off and make the playoffs no with he no? Says no no they're only a half game behind let me he remind doesn't you. trust the judge well 
I trusted him, and then we lose like 12 in a row. You trust that? No, but right. I've been an Astros cheating fan my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, y'all are probably y'all cheating. Y'all need to just bring out the trash cans and y'all get it done. Yeah, y'all, are, y'all are probably cheating right now. <laughs> no, we're being watched like a hawk. There's yeah, no, no way I know, I know, right I'm just now. playing. All right, moving on from that. We have important news in the NBA today. Ben Simmons has officially came out and said that he will not report to the 76ers practice or play for them this season. Come home, Ben. Come so home, So, with ben. that being said, we have also heard some trade rumors. Come home. Uh, most of these are from Twitter. I think ESPN reported one yep. of these with the Rockets. Yep, Harden, is, Harden is a Rockets fan, so he's been very happy. Come home. Um, but the potential destinations are potentially the Rockets or the Kings. There has been no um, actual player names involved in the Kings one, but there have been rumors on the Rocket side. And with that, we have John Wall, Eric Gordon, and a first-rounder, and potentially more picks for Ben Simmons. Harden, if he comes to the Rockets, how happy are you going to be? I'm just I'm, I'm going to go into perspective on how this will change the Rockets organization. Our draft this year, possibly the best draft in the class. Um, Jalen Green is going to win uh, Rookie of the Year. Um and the only thing I didn't like about Jalen Green is he kind of reminds me a little bit of James Harden, which sounds, it sounds get, stupid. But he can get a little greedy at times he with the shots. He can get a little greedy with his shots. Yeah. But if he can hit them, then by all means, Go keep shooting it. the rock. I don't think he's quite a good enough shooter to be that way yet. But what our team doesn't have is defense. And by bringing a dude like Ben Simmons in, yeah. if we bring him in and, first of all, let him shoot with his right hand and not be Philadelphia, <laughs> let him strap that thing with his right hand and just tell him, be your defense player. Be your great facilitator. Yeah. I mean, I had us. It, it, could, it could really change your whole style. I, I would have us before the trade. I would have us as maybe, maybe a play-in team. Yeah. I with put y'all him, like a fifth seed. With him, I'd have a fifth or sixth seed. Yeah. He's a game changer on that. Um, Especially because if he comes in the Rockets, he's going to be able to play the different position. He's you also going to be able to play like he needs to play. He yeah. doesn't need to have Joel Embiid as the number one option. Yeah. Like, he can go, when he, he can comes go. into the Rockets, there's going to be three number one options. Yeah. Because Christian Wood, Jalen Green, Kevin so Porter you, Jr. So do you think even as a point guard in the Houston offense. He, he won't run point guard for us. You don't think so? He'll run the three. Okay. So we'll let's, have KPJ let's say hypothetically, though. Let's say hypothetically they do put him at point guard. Do you think he'll still succeed? Yes, a thousand percent. I think he'll play great anywhere but power forward and center. Okay. So you think he should play the three I then? think he should play the three. Okay. Because that would give, I mean – it, our starting lineup would go KPJ, Jalen Green, Ben Simmons, Christian Wood, and Daniel Tice. It's pretty solid except for Daniel or Tice. Or Alfred Singen. Yeah, I'd go Singen. Let the young guy play. Daniel so, Tice I mean, is trash. Either way, I think it's a great trade for us. I also think it's a really good trade for the Kings. The Kings are going to have to give – the Kings are giving up a lot more. Yeah, because they don't have as much – they don't have as many They're giving assets. up De'Aaron Fox. They would give up De'Aaron Fox. That's, Ooh, that's kind of yeah, what I've been hearing the is that they're going to give up Fox. I would not give up Fox for him. Now, well, if you're the Sixers, 100% you take that trade. Yes. I've also heard that it could be Bagley and a bunch of picks. Either way, I don't like it for the Kings as much because they're, they've, they're building. They're they're started, they've started to kind of build well, which too. Which so the Rockets, but I think our draft this year was good enough of a draft that bumps us up. Yeah, no, so you guys had an excellent draft. Guys that are ready to play right away. Um, with that being said, also, NBA is just a little, maybe a day or two from being a month away. Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait. I cannot can't, wait. Cannot wait for the NBA I season. It's going to be a great one. Easy on the court again. I can't wait for uh, Jason Tatum to finally win the MVP trophy. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Okay, I'm just playing. Okay, uh, Celtics, Celtics hanging number 18 this year, though. 
Okay. 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 Lakers Celtics classic finals. Uh, Lakers Nets <laughs> will be nah. a classic finals after nah. this year. Nah, Caden, I'm sorry. Your sons are never making it to the finals again. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to move on to our next topic. And back with personally my favorite topic, the NFL picks. From last week. Yes. And this week. Uh, Wacy beat me this week. Let's go. Um, but, but before we get it started, I just would like to say, and I'm, everybody, you already know what I'm going to say. And, uh, and Derek Carr, we trust. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, I got to give props to the man. He is a top 10 quarterback. He's ready to go. The Raiders are legit. Um, I mean, so, it's week two, but I think they're legit. And if y'all did listen last week, um, I'm about 99.9100% sure that Wacy said that he would take the Raiders from now on unless they play the Cowboys or the Bucks. So later this episode, they don't play the Bucks. So later this episode, we are gonna see if Wacy is still true to his pick. With we'll see Derek Carr, the man. But wrapping up our picks from last week, I beat Harden five to three. Take that L first off. Um, that ties it up seven seven. I took the Bears, the Pats, the Panthers, and the. The Packers and the Cowboys. How about, about them Cowboys? Let's not talk about Portland. How about them Cowboys? Greg the Legs, Erline redeeming himself from a week ago. Let's not talk about the Portland. Sloppy performance, but we'll take the win. And uh, we're going to go over to the teams Harden got. I just said, the, let's not talk about the Cardinals game. <laughs> the Raiders, the Cardinals over his Minnesota Vikings, which was very interesting to watch him watch that game. Um, a lot of emotions. They missed a 37-yard game-winning field goal. It was very interesting because, like, I had D-Hop on fantasy this week. So, I wanted him to get the ball. But at the same time, I didn't want him to get the ball because I'm a Vikings fan. <laughs> and then I picked the Cardinals, but I'm a Vikings fan. So, it was <laughs> You got to root for the win no matter what. All that stuff is – Yeah, stuff I, is, I was rooting for the Vikings. All that other stuff you is can, superficial. You tell, you're a true fan, I, I was in tears the after yeah. the game underneath my yeah, bed. You were mad. Yeah. Uh, and then the last team he picked was the Titans over the Seahawks. That was bullcrap. The Seahawks should have won that. They choked. But um, yeah, uh, so what I haven't seen though recently, and I need to see it. I'm still looking at my phone every five seconds. Is why have we not signed a new kicker yet? <laughs> um, uh, my grandma could have made that field goal. Uh, I just, I just want to ask you um, one thing. What were you thinking taking the Lions over the Packers? I was thinking uh, YOLO. Um, you can <laughs> also say that. you can ask the same dude that almost won uh, like seven hundred and seventy thousand dollars why he took the Lions over the Packers. Um, almost keyword there. Hey, he cashed out. He cashed out. He mm. walked away with four hundred thousand. Oh yeah, he guessed, oh. <laughs> he guessed fourteen out of fifteen NFL games on a parlay. Week. Yes. Wow. Um, that is very impressive. So I'm having him as a guest picker next week. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not yes, really. We are. We're gonna get in contact with him. <laughs> we need his contact information. Everybody. If anybody has it, please let us know. Um, uh, what's his so, name? I have no clue. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry, everybody, I let y'all down. And with the last bit of the episode, the what best we, bit, the best bit of the week, uh, what we do every week, our NFL picks for week three. Um, let me get this pulled up here, and we'll get it started. Let's go with the Thursday night game between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. Harden, who are you taking? I think this is very simple. Tyrod Taylor is out. Um, I'm going to go Panthers. By pro- I think it will still be a close game. I think it will be a 10-point victory for the Panthers. Uh, but I don't really – I think it's like David Mills or something like that. I really don't know who their quarterback is right now. Yeah, Davis Mills. Davis, Davis Mills. Mills. Davis Mills is now a starting quarterback in the NFL. 
Davis Mills. That's like Joshua Dobbs still having a job out here. <laughs> okay, Joshua We're Dobbs Mason is someone. At least we knew who Joshua Dobbs was in college, though. All right, uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with that. It's going to be Panthers. Christian McCaffrey is going to be unstoppable. Um, I got the Panthers by probably 21. Yeah, I can see it. I, yeah. I could definitely see it. What's our next game? Next up, we have the Washington football team taking on the Buffalo Bills. Bills by, I'm going to say a touchdown. I think Washington hasn't looked or performed as much as I think they should but I think they have bright spots in areas I didn't expect them to have bright spots in. Yeah, um, I'm taking the Bills as well. I think the Bills, I think it's going to be close. I'm going I'm to say a touchdown advantage too. Yeah. Uh, but I do think Josh Allen and that offense gets back on track this week. Josh Allen needs to get back on track. Yeah, really. He's killing me in fantasy. He's, <laughs> kill, he's, he's just looking not like a – Like he has the last two seasons. Yeah. Yeah. But, Same um, thing with Herbert. Golly, dude. Next he game. my fantasy. <laughs> Next game, Bears and Browns. I'm taking the Browns. I'm taking the Browns by 10. I'll take them by 13. Okay. So pretty, think, pretty similar I there. I can't wait to watch Justin hurt for Justin Fields. I can't yeah, wait. he's got the official start this week, huh? Yep, their quarterback's hurt. Oh, that's going to be fun. I can't, I've been waiting for this moment. And I feel bad and because I, that's his last game of the year. Sorry. Andy Justin, Dalton? Yep, yeah, Andy, yeah, Andy Dalton, Dalton might never have a starting he's job after this. He's taking it and running with it. Yep. Um, next up. Ravens Lions. I'm gonna take the Ravens by 24. I'm gonna take the Ravens by 20. Okay, so pretty pretty explanatory. What the there. Ravens did last week. The Lions very... might the Lions might legitimately go 0 16. Mm, yeah, probably. They're the, pretty terrible. The Raven looks. The Ravens surprised me. Man, they came. They, they came and played. They Lamar came Jackson, played. you are now a top 10, eight quarterback. On my top list. eight. Yeah, I put him top eight. Um, what's our next game now? Um, we got the Colts, Colts and Titans. I'm so Titans. I think it'll be a really close game, though. I think it will be too. I'm gonna take the pick that I don't really want to take, but I kind of just want to go against Harden here. I'm gonna go with the Colts. Let Carson Wentz we be are good. One zero. Let Carson Wentz be good, please. Please let Carson Wentz be good. He's not that good. All I'm going to say is if he does win this but bet here's right why here. I think I think because the Colts' defense has a legitimate chance to limit Derrick Henry. Not stop him, but limit him. Pretty sure you said the same thing last week. And then look what they, they did in the first half. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, then he exploded. <laughs> that dude had 400 yards and five touchdowns. I mean, not literally. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, well, I'm 1-0 now, guys. So that's fun. Uh, All right, next game, Chiefs-Chargers. Um, let me guess, Chiefs, both of us here. I'm going to take Chiefs, but I think it'll be a good game. I'm taking Chiefs by 10. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to come to this game extremely mad after a loss that shouldn't happen. They blew a week last week, or l- blew a lead last week. Yeah. Um, I got the Chiefs by 10 or more, maybe yeah. maybe 17. I can see. I think they'll hang, but I don't know. I, don't I think, I think the passing game goes absolutely berserk, and I think Clyde Edwards-Alaire gets back on track. You've been seeing report. You saw a report today. Give me, give us that stat that you, that you saw. I saw earlier. something that said after the Chiefs lose a game, that they run the ball more than thirty-five times the next game. Thirty-five. Yes. Wow. Thank God, because I need Clyde Edwards-Alaire to do more than two points in fantasy. You are welcome <laughs> for that trade. Yeah. Um, um, up next, we have the Saints and Patriots. I'm gonna take. The I'm gonna take the Patriots. Uh, I I I they had a they had a pretty Whoa. they had a pretty solid win last week. The Saints did not look good last week. Um, I think Belichick is just gonna outcoach Sean Payton. Be real honest with you, um, I'm gonna take the Saints. 
And the reason why I'm going to take the Saints is because uh, an Alvin Kamara we trust. Um, he's only saying that because he's on his fantasy team now. Uh, yes, the person that traded me, him, um, thank you. You gave me Dalvin Cook and then gave me back Alvin Kamara. Um, We're going to run it this week. Alvin Kamara, I think, seriously, will play very good against the Patriots after a very bad week last week. I think it'll be a very close game because I'm liking what Max Jones and Bill Belichick are doing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to take the Saints by seven. I'm going to take the Pats by three. I think it is going to be a close game, I think, but I think it's going to come down to the coaching. I think Belichick's going to make the right play calls, make the right defensive schemes happen, yep. and they're going to pull it out with a game-winning field goal. I like it. Next up, we have Giants and or Falcons taking on the Giants. Ooh. So this one's going to be ugly. I have an unpopular opinion on this game. Are you taking Falcons? I'm going to take the Falcons. By how much? Who's their quarterback? <laughs> Matt <laughs> Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matty washed iron. You know, huh? they're playing the Giants? Yeah, they're playing the Giants. In Atlanta, though. Falcons by two touchdowns. No, 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 they're sorry. They're playing in New York. Falcons by 10 points. By 10 points. Uh, I'm going to go Giants. Nah, two touchdowns. Falcons by two touchdowns. Okay. Kyle Pitts has a breakout game and catches three touchdowns. The Giants' offense hasn't looked terrible. They did put up 29 points last week, and their defense isn't isn't is actually their better side of the ball. So I think they're going to be able to limit the Falcons. I think they're just going to shut them down. In all honesty, the Falcons do not look impressive at all. Actually, I say that, but they hung with the Bucks last week somewhat. Yeah. So until Tom Brady popped them all in, in the final quarter. Tom Brady popped them all the whole game. Yeah, true. I know what we're talking about the final but, quarter. Yeah, no, I'm going to take the Giants by. Uh, I'm going to go by seven. It's going to be an ugly one, maybe like seventeen to ten. I like it. Uh, next up, we have the Bengals taking on the Steelers. Who are you picking? Steelers by. 14. Yeah, I'm going Steelers. I think it's going to be by six. What? I think the Bengals might hang around. They haven't looked bad the first couple weeks. Six is just a very weird number. A couple field goals? Could be like, it could be like 23 to 17. That's okay. a normal score. Okay. But, no, I, I'm taking I'm taking the Steelers too, though. I don't think the Bengals really match up very well, and that's what's kind of going to be the deciding factor. Yeah, I like it. Uh, next up, we have Cardinals taking on the Jaguars. I'm going to take the... Uh, Jag, no, I'm just kidding. The Arizona Cardinals, no doubt about it. The Jaguars are terrible. Uh, Urban Meyer might have to retire a little early from his pro coaching career. You know, I like both teams. I actually do. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Um, well, shoot, what am I kidding? I'm taking Cardinals by 21. <laughs> I, I was thinking it could be a close game, but then I just watched them last week, and I was like, there's yeah. no way that's a close the game. The Vikings are a much better team than the yeah. Jaguars are. I'm going to take the Cardinals by three touchdowns. I'm going to take them by 17. And um, Kyler Murray is still the MVP. After As of right weeks. now? Him, Derek him, Carr? And, him and Tom Brady are tied. Not Derek Carr? Uh, okay, him, Tom Brady, and Derek Carr are tied. <laughs> All righty. Moving on, Jets taking on the Broncos. Um, I'm going to take the Broncos by – I'm going to take the Broncos by a 30-point victory. I think it's going to be an absolute blowout. I got Broncos by a field goal. Really? You think the Jets are going to hang? I think the Jets are going to go home, and they need to figure out which team they're supposed to throw the ball to. (laughs) No, Zach Wilson needs to figure that out. Um, and they're going to come out. I don't think they're going to win. I think they're going to play hard, and I think it'll be a three-point victory for the Broncos. Doink! Next up on the list, we have Dolphins taking on the Raiders. Raider Nation! The so we, Raiders! <laughs> so we, we know who Harden's picking. And Derek Carr, I personally still trust. 
Um, I'm going to be a man of my word. Like I said, they do play the Cowboys this year. That will be the only – I'm going to give you all a heads up. That will be the only team I don't pick the Raiders against. But I'm taking the Raiders in a substantial 17-point victory over the Dolphins. Welcome to the team. Welcome Glad to, to be here. Glad to be here. I need, I need to hear uh, I need to hear Derek Carr in, is the man. In Derek Carr we – In Derek Carr we trust. Thank you. Thank there you. you Derek Carr is the man, and they're going to win by 35 points oh, against the Dolphins. Oh, wow. Okay, that might be a little bit of The Raiders – no, you know, 45 points. Okay, bud. You know what? 55 points. Derek Carr. No, give, us, give, us your, give us your realistic score prediction. Derek Carr by 30. Derek Carr by 30. Derek Carr by 30. No, only Derek Carr. Nobody else. Actually, it's false. Derek Carr and Darren Waller by 30. Alrighty. Uh, next up, a really good game. Maybe the game of the week. Buccaneers taking on the Rams in Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium. Huh. I'm going to take. You taking the Rams? The Los Angeles Rams. Wow. By two touchdowns. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um. Cooper Cup is gonna keep it up. Harden, did you hit your head today? Cooper Cup is going to keep it up. Have you been drawing that rhyme up all day, bud? No, I actually just thought of that. That was pretty well, clean, no, though. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that was pretty clean, though. Proud of you, I'm proud of you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I learned a rule a long time ago. Don't bet against Tom Brady. Back in the 2008 Super Bowl between the Giants and the uh, Patriots when Tom Brady was in his absolute prime, which I don't know if he's ever gotten out of that. Um, no, I bet is. with my dad. It was a dollar. But I bet with him that the Giants would win the Super Bowl over, over the Patriots. And my dad told me, never bet against Tom Brady. And I... No, it wasn't the Giants' Super Bowl. I was going to say. No, Giants it wasn't the Giants. <laughs> Giants won that. Um, it was the... It what was, was the probably one? the Eagles. No, it wasn't the Eagles. It was before that. Uh, Wh- I don't... Which Broncos? one did they? No. Seattle. Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. That's the one it was. No, it was... That's, that's never bet for Pete Carroll. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I uh, – my dad told me never never bet against – never bet against Tom Brady in that moment, and I learned my lesson. I haven't bet against him from that day, and I will not bet against him this week. I'm taking the Bucks by three. At least you have it close. It's going to be close. It's going to be a defensive battle. What's our next game? What's our next game? Uh, next game, we have the Seahawks taking on your Vikings. Like I said, you never bet for Pete Carroll. Vikings by touchdown. Uh, I'm going to differ from you here. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks. I like Pete Carroll. I like Russell Wilson. I like the offense. Tyler Lockett has been lighting up the league in the first couple of weeks. And I think your uh, Vikings secondary is going to get torched. So, um, I'm taking the Seahawks by about 10 points. I like your pick. Um, you like it, really, as a uh, Vikings fan? No, I don't like your pick. <laughs> yeah, don't lie to the audience. Um, I'm looking something up real quick. And the last time the Vikings started 0-3 was in 2008. Well, remark that to 2021. We are not starting number three. Y'all are losing to the Seahawks. We are not starting. That defense. That defense. That defense doesn't stand a chance. This is for the only the sixth time in franchise history. We're starting on three, and we're not going to do it. It's going to happen. Sixth time. Mark it. No, it's Uh, not. Moving on. We're not going to get go down that rabbit hole with you. Next up, we have the 49ers. Or sorry, the Packers taking on the 49ers in San Francisco. Uh, Harden, who are you picking? Taking Packers. I'm taking Mr. Sheriff Rogers. 
You think he's not tanking on purpose? I don't think he's tanking on purpose anymore. I think. Yeah, not after this last week. I think they're going to pull it out, and I think they're going to win by 14. That's pulling it out? Yes. I think that sounds pretty dominant. I think I think what happened last week will happen again this week. I think it'll be a close game by halftime, and then they will light it up in the second half. Um, I'm gonna go the opposite direction. I think the Niners are gonna win. They played a pretty talented Eagles offense last week and shut them down. Shut them. Uh, they, they the Packers scored. really only have two weapons out, outside of Rodgers, and it's Devontae Adams, who's very hard to guard, no doubt, and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones did go absolutely crazy Monday night. But um, the, the Niners are a totally different, a totally different team than the Detroit Lions. The 49ers cannot score the football. Yes, they can. They dropped 41 points in the first week. What did they drop last week? 17. Against, against an average win, Eagles defense. A win is a win. Hold on. The Eagles defense is not average. We cannot say that. We don't know enough yet, and they look pretty good through the first couple weeks. Jimmy G is a good quarterback. They have a good receiving core. And their running game with the three back set they have, or the three the committee they have, is actually pretty good. So I'm going Niners by six. Niners by six. Okay. Yeah. And finally, it's not the last game of the week, but we left it for last. Um, Eagles taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Go ahead, Harden. Let's go, Birds. And Jalen Hurts, we still trust. I love Jalen, Oklahoma boy and all. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking against my Cowboys. Um, you should. I'm not, you should. I'm not. Our defense looked good against a more talented offense last week. We held them to 17 points. We've caused six turnovers in the first two weeks. I don't know if we had six turnovers all last season. This is a different team we're looking at. I think our offense gets way back on track. Um, I'm going Cowboys by what state do the Cowboys play in? What? what? What state is the Cowboys playing? Texas. Oh, okay. You're sounding like a real Texas fan right now. Oh, we're back, baby. We are back. This defense is stronger than ever right here. Huh? Yep. Cowboys are going to lose by 20 points. I mean, holy cow. I'm going Cowboys. Just because he said that, I'm going Cowboys by 17. I think we're going to come in there, and we're going to absolutely murder the Eagles' offensive line. We're going to get four sacks and at least three turnovers. <laughs> Mark my words. I'll tell you what. If I'm right, if I'm right on those stats, four sacks and three turnovers, you have to pick the Cowboys the rest of the season. If you're right on four sacks and three turnovers, I will forfeit the entire next week. And you will have the automatic dub 15 to nothing. Deal. Deal. We just shook hands. Nobody could see that. There is no chance in the world that the Cowboys come out and beat the Eagles. Not a chance. Not a chance. You really sound like a Shannon Sharp right now. And you sound like a Cowboys, like you should have said Skip Bayless, praying but. for them to do to win the Super Bowl, even though they haven't won since you were born. Buddy, I've been praying for I've been praying for them to win the Super Bowl every year. It doesn't happen. It's it might be our year, it might not be, but I think we're gonna beat the Eagles both times this year. Both 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 starting times. starting this both week. Times. Starting this both week. Times. Starting this week. Holy cow! How about them Cowboys? I'm not saying anything about them Cowboys other than, wow, they are not that good. So that's going to wrap it up for the NFL Picks of the Week. And uh, that's also going to wrap it up for our episode. Thank you to anyone who listens. Thank you to anyone who uh, enjoys the show. And uh, we'll see you all on Saturday. Yep.